and welcome to Robots Lives. Welcome to another riveting episode of Robots for Eyes. Robots for Eyes. Episode 16, I think. Woohoo! Episode 16. Any, any shout-outs, Rob? Um, Just start? everyone unusual. Collins, uh, Dan, because I think Dan's listening now. Um, Paul. Big bag Dan. Um, Paul Sparrow, which is... Uh, oh, yes. Today's uh, dedicated to you, mate. Ded- yeah. Dedicated to you. Yeah, first listener episode, dedication. yeah. yeah. Um, I need to say, um, I've got to say thanks to James Rose on Facebook, gave us a, a review. Nice one, mate. And um, Michelle Lewis also on Facebook. Well, well done. done. Getting well, involved. Good. Maria, and uh, now for your vocals. Yeah. Um, as always, top notch. Thank uh, you all. Thank you all. Yeah, thanks for the downloads this week. Uh, it's been a quite a good week again, which is, yeah, it has, yeah. It's building up more and more, which is surprising. <laughs> <laughs> but then yeah, you appear to like it, which is uh, which is good. Um, thanks to Hannah for the stickers, yes. which are still available. If Woo-hoo. anybody wants some, get involved. There's plenty uh, going for free. Just, yeah. you know, the drill. Drop us an uh, email at... Uh, robots for eyes at gmail.com yeah all on facebook yeah uh, and we're on twitter now yeah we're tweeting ourselves out of our little tiny minds it's we are it's going to be the loneliest account account on twitter uh, yeah. we've got thanks to james we've got one follower why so uh, yeah. <laughs> oh and crack cushions they oh, yeah. are good old think, crack cushions. They're following us um so uh, yeah check them out on etsy facebook twitter pinterest and instagram yeah man crack cushions they're the boys um Episode suggestions, as always, let us know. Yeah, um, drop us an email when uh, we'll get onto it and have a look, research and see what dirty shit you come up with. <laughs> yeah, and so if you've got any mad stories, let us know. We'll get them, uh, get them into the show somehow, whether you email them to us or you could send us an audio or something if you want to put a clip on yeah, it. We can cool. literally get you yeah. in. Uh, I was thinking we need to get, try and get some guests on at some point. Yeah, we, we do, don't we? Maybe we'll have to get something sorted first, won't yeah, we? But yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll do that. We'll get some... Uh, Celebrities in. Celebrities. <laughs> We're t- talking of guests. Um, I actually, uh, I'm not going to say who it is because uh, I'll probably get killed. But I've been speaking to somebody that has uh, has worked for the CIA <laughs> on uh, some cool things. Cool. Uh, well, I'm not going to say what they worked on. Um, because I don't know if they were even meant to say what they did. Um, but Uh-oh. that could be quite cool. They're going to get assassinated now. You, you haven't mentioned them, but they're going to track him down through you. Yeah, it's possible. And maybe they're already watching you. you know, I mean, they might have been watching him talk to you or she talk to you, yeah. depending. And I'm then, not going to say who get, it is. They're going to get sniped up. I won't say that they'll, they'll come on because... Um, they'll I, get shot then. I suspect, strong, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suspect yeah. strongly that they, uh, that they won't, but I might be able to ask questions and then read them out yeah. about... Um, well, I can't even say. I'm not allowed to say. No, it'd be like Trump, you know, if it's been recorded. You know, the old sacking of the uh, FBI geezer. Oh, yeah. Bollocks. Didn't, what did about? he say? He said that he's been recording all um, conversations with him. In there. Can he do and that? He, I don't know. But the thing is, I think he's just said that to threaten him because I think, I personally, I think it's to do with Russia and it's to do with uh, he's investigating um, him and Russia 
and he's just going to fuck him off so we can't get into it any further. Yeah. And he's just, he's just said that to try and scare him and it's kind of backfired, I think, because now they're going, well, if they've got tapes, you've got to release them so we can hear what you, what you say, what, you know, what you've been recording, you're not allowed to. Do you think it's, it may be um, uh, Trump sh- trying to scare him into not releasing details of conversations because they were... Probably. But the thing is, the thing is, though, you know, it's, it's, would that really bother him? He's, he's announced what he was doing before anyway, We're looking into the Russia scandal and whatever it is. Um, so he's got nothing to, to hide or worry about because he was already on it. You know what I mean? I'll just so take it. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing he's I'd just, uh, I'd double got a bluff bit of cash. I'll just go. you double bluff him. You'd I go would, for it. Yeah. You'd go for it. Yeah. You'd call Big Don out. Yeah, call Big, Big Don out, yeah. You're fired. Yeah, yeah, no, he's literally he's doing it like his TV show, isn't it? It's mental. He's literally trying to run the country like a business, and it doesn't work like that. I'm afraid, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. It just does not work. It doesn't work. And then obviously we're going. To, we might as well talk about a little bit about news, being as we're we're on it now. We've got a, a massive global cyber attack on. Uh... Oh yeah, that's <laughs> kind of funny, isn't it? Yeah, the old. Uh... I was in a I was in a hospital yesterday at work, and yeah. um, were they trying to get money off you? They were going. Up, they, were, they were saying that I, I knew something was up because it was where I was in the particular place I was at. They were sort of panicking around one system. Going, we don't know what's going on. I didn't really pay too much attention. And then I turned on the. I news. hope. I hope it went, whatever the virus was, it had like a catchy little well, ring, like noise or something. It's not a virus. What is it? Well, it's ransomware. It is. That, that's yeah. basically a virus, though, isn't it? In a way, it, I suppose. It, well, it is a virus, but it's it, it's it's it's. It can. They're, they're holding people to ransom, aren't they? I mean, yeah. I, I read once. I don't know who it was. I don't even really care who it was. But somebody was saying we've got two options. This is in England. They say well, either we lose the data on the computer systems, or we pay the ransom. But apparently, right? It's it's an American system, right? This is what I've heard. It's an American system, which is um, um, ransom system stuff. But the actual system which it was done on has been dumped. Apparently, dumped like, like online. It's just been dumped, right? So, whoever's done it is or is thrown it away instantly. So basically, they're they're not in control of it. So, so it's not doing anything. It's there trying to ramps and get money off people and delete accounts and all that because that's what it does, isn't it? I'm assuming. I'm assuming after a certain amount of time, it just Fuck releases nice. everything. But it's is is the person who's in control of it isn't in control of it anymore. They've just dumped it. They dumped it as soon as it went viral. What what amazed me is I was probably news in the world of shit. That's why. Well, yeah. If you get caught for that. You're going to be Especially, fucked um, so hard. At first, I thought it was going to be the Russians, but then they've been fisted big time by them. No, the Russians well, apparently. I mean, they, they were saying that it, the the RNHS, the, the computers, the systems that it's affecting are so old they can't even be updated. <laughs> is it, it's probably what? fucking Windows ninety five. It probably is. Do, 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 do. How can they? I mean, how can you run or fundamentally operate a, a, a national health service so, uh, service on a on a system? A computer system that can't even be updated. Well, it's uh, shows how shit it is. It's pretty good fu- work, NHS. Good work. Well, I, I think they. Yeah, do they've think done a, they, when you think about it, what, what, what you're getting, yeah, it's absolutely fucking incredible. It is incredible. Yeah. I mean, people, and it's just getting it's getting abused. That's the problem. Yeah, it's stre- it's, it's 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 been stretched too much. So it's getting abused in every way, as in there's loads of people going in. And there's loads of treatments people are claiming who shouldn't be claiming certain stuff. You know what I mean? It's it's no the NHS is amazing. It's, yeah, it's absolutely amazing. But they're, they're being they're being fisted, aren't they? Really, yeah. left, right, and centre. 
So they are, they are indeed. So um, they play anyway. Well, as we were let's saying, let's get before, off the NHS fisting. Yeah. <laughs> we've, we've covered our brief bit of news, um, but yeah, this is our first while, our first um, listener suggested episode. It's, uh, Paul Sparrow, yes. who I who I, he suggested this uh, uh, Dennis Nilsson. Uh, I didn't know anything about him. No. Did you? I, I heard of him, but I didn't know exactly what he'd done, if you know what I mean. Um, I knew he was a murderer, but I didn't know um, uh, if it was one person or if it was, you know, a public killing or well, <laughs> something. Yeah, it, it could have been anything. I, did, I didn't know anything. But after researching, if you listen to this episode, you won't forget who he is. Yeah. He's uh, he's an... I actually think Paul Sparrow's Dennis Nilsson. Do you reckon? Yeah. Is he's... What, is it, what do they call it? Alter ego now? Yeah, yeah. I think he's listening from, from prison. From prison, yeah. Yeah, because he's still alive, isn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, on the, um, he's on the list of people never to be released ever from prison. <laughs> ever. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. That's a good list, especially in the UK, because usually if you get live, you're out in about two minutes. Yeah, you they're sending you to life, which is only 25 years. I don't know why they say life. And then they let you out in about fucking 10 and then or you, 7 sometimes if you're lucky. If you're really, really, really good, they let you out early. Good little boy. And then you go on a quick uh, rampage again. Yeah, yeah. Jobs are good. You're back in prison for another seven years. Right then, well, we'll go into the episode, we'll jump straight in. Yeah. Uh, Dennis Nilsson, lovely guy, born the 23rd of November 1945 in Scotland. Yeah. Uh, he's also known as the uh, Muswell Hill murderer and the Kindly Killer. Have you seen him? He looks like yeah. some sort of 70s, either computer geek or porn star. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I can't quite work out which one yet. If, if anything, I would imagine he's closer to a porn star than a computer <laughs> geek. <laughs> yeah, probably is, yeah, with what he's done. Yeah, yeah. He's the a gay porn star. Yeah, yeah, he's often referred to as the British Jeffrey Dahmer for reasons which will become very, very apparent shortly. Yeah. He's uh, a, f- it's fucking shocking. Yeah. What people do is, it's just shocking. But I watched an interview with him, and it's the way he he talks about it. It's it's pretty normal. Is that as in yeah. like? There's one bit he's the, the geezer was talking to him. He's only allowed one interview. Well, not one interview. One person to speak to him for ages, really, which can go public. And he was saying um, something along the lines. He was going, so when you when you cutting them up, um, spewing everywhere, and he's going, no, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, it doesn't do that at all. The heart's not beating. You just need a you just need a bin bag, and you just put it in <laughs> that, and it's and just cut it open, put it put the body on it, cut them open, and it's fine. You don't get any shit anywhere. It's just the way he's he's saying it like you're a fucking idiot to yeah. the to the um, reporter. How do you, how how do you, do you not, not know? Why? Come on, mate, you must know. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like making some toast. Haven't you not done it yet? <laughs> yeah. toast. Of course, you can't burn it if you put it. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. The toaster set. Exactly, like. exactly. Right. Okay. So he he killed at least. I would say at least because we don't actually. We don't know, but he killed at least 15 men and boys. That's confirmed, isn't it? That yeah, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, eight of which were never identified. He killed him in horrifically gruesome ways. Um, he was active. I love when they say a serial killer is active. Yeah. It's like a band. Yeah. Or it, yeah. What serial killer isn't active? Yeah, well, yeah. Do you, do you know serial killers only class as serial killer if it's over six uh, kills? Is that it? Yeah. Honestly? Yeah. So really? Yeah, serial killer, six kills. What if it's five or four? You're not a serial killer. Fuck me. If you come to five or four, you might as well crack you, on. Yeah, you might as well. You might as well just hit, don't stop hit the now. six mark and then, yeah. then just keep going. That's a, that's like an incentive. Yeah, I don't know why six, though. It's a bit of a random number, isn't it? 
I, I bet it's because there's so many people killing. It does serial, people, does they don't want to say there's loads of serial killers active. Yeah. So it's like they, they, they say, oh, you've got to kill six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. otherwise there's hundreds and yeah, hundreds yeah, of yeah. serial killers the People around. go, yeah, if, if the limit was uh, t- 20, people go, come on, we need to get up to that limit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so yeah, he killed, a, this was, he was active, as we say, between 1978 and 1983. Uh, he would keep dead bodies so he could have sex with them. And, well, that's one thing I was thinking when I was uh, reading this. Is that sex if you're fucking someone who's dead? Um, I thought that was no. necrophilia. Yeah, I suppose, but you're still fucking them, though, aren't they? So. Yeah, but that, is that sex? Well, I suppose. When, when, I suppose when someone gets raped or something, it's still sex, isn't it? That's a bite. Well, yeah. Mm, Even if they're I don't not know. consenting it, it's still, still sex, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. I'd I don't say know. it is. I'm still know. fucking sticking it in you. Know? Yeah, but that's not... I don't know. <laughs> Let us know your thoughts on that. Yeah. Is, is necrophilia sex? Yeah. Is that class as real sex? <laughs> right. He, he was eventually caught uh, because there were problems with the drain at his flat um, that he was staying in. Uh, the drainage company were called and came around to assess the fault and they found it clogged with human flesh and body parts. But we'll go into more details on that yeah. later. We're going to touch on a bit of his early life building up to the point when he committed his first murder. Can, can I just jump in and just say... You can jump is, in whenever you like. Is, was he uh, murdering animals? And no, no, you know what? He, he hated wasn't. cruelty to animals. Ah, so maybe there's a middle ground. If you're doing the middle ground, then you, you're okay. You either hate animals or you love them, and that's what means you're a serial killer. It could potentially be. But yeah. there's, there's so many similarities to Dharma, but this is one way it, it fails short, because Dharma would, would kill animals. Yeah, well, if you remember, Dharma like just like he started cutting them open, everything to start with, and then he started like kill, killing them, didn't he? So yeah, he didn't like. Imagine, the, sorry, going back to Dharma quickly. Why would you drive round on your bike, right, looking for road kill? You know what I mean? And your parents going, oh, that's normal. Yeah, that yeah. Anyway, let's get carry on. So he just remembered from the he podcast must have been before. Bored as fuck. Yeah, man. there must be nothing there, man. Must be fuck all there. Yeah, you got bike, tarmac, and dead animals. Come on, just climb a tree, mate, or something. You yeah. don't have to fucking look for roadkill and dissect it. Dissect it, yeah. Yeah. Dissect them all. So mm, it's a bit hard. Yeah. But yeah, like we say, we'll go into his early life because there's some parts of it that's well. No, most of his life you can sort of see he. It, I wouldn't say it ramps up, but it, it's important because it kind of ex, not explains, but it, you can see in some ways why he was the way he yeah. was. I don't think he was mentally right <laughs> ever, you know. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I don't think it was a case of flicking the switch on him. I think the switch was always switched, flicked, yeah. yeah. And it was just a case of building up. Yeah, was he, he wasn't. Up. He wasn't one of them who just jumped straight into it. He just, he built up to it. Um, well, we'll discuss it when we get further into right, it. Okay. okay. But his early life, right? His mom was uh, called Elizabeth White. She was a, uh, a was Scottish, and her f- and uh, his dad was called Olaf uh, Olaf Nilsson. Not Nilsson. It's um, that was a name he, he he adopted. Right. I'm not even going to try and pronounce what it was because he was he's Norwegian and I don't. Lothling mug. Something like that. Yeah. That's, um, that's my guess. <laughs> we'll go with that. But uh, their marriage was not a particularly good one. Apparently, his dad did not take to marriage very well. Uh, he didn't like it, he didn't take it seriously, and he wasn't interested in finding a house for them, he wasn't interested in helping the wife or the kids, he just he didn't give a fuck, basically. Um, it's as if he got married and had children because it was a thing to do. Um, his wife, Elizabeth, uh, needed support and help to raise a family, as you would. Yes. And he was just not around. I mean, he'd go off on his military duties and just sporadically turn up. 
Um, it's almost like he just wanted to breed, yeah. really. Spread his seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that they were... It's like... it's it's it, it seems to me that he just dropped into Scotland occasionally. When it's peace on the side, that's what he classes it as. Sort of, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but he, I'll he, go back, give her one, and I'll fuck off again. One he, of them. He, he was a nasty man. He wasn't yeah. a particularly a, a very nice man. Uh, they had three children, Olaf Jr., Big Dennis, Big D, and uh, Big D, the D dog, and Sylvia. <laughs> um, they all remember him very, very, very rarely visiting the family throughout their marriage. Um, it's a bit weird that they were together, but like not at the same time. Uh, that really must have done his wife's head in because she's struggling. He's not interested, and yeah. he's the person that's meant to support them. Uh, it got so much so that she divorced him. Um, her grandpa, her parents, Dennis' grandparents, uh, never approved of him. Okay, I yeah, thought he was a dick from the dickhead, start. Yeah, yeah and uh, they were more than happy that he was out of the way when yeah. she divorced him. And uh, they then supported her themselves. They they, they stepped in, yeah. helped her and the family as much as they could, um, which I'm sure Olav, Dennis's dad, was happy about. Yeah, but by the sound of it, the way what you've explained, he's, he's like, yeah, get on, crack on with it. That's well, he, what it'd been like, I imagine. I suppose I suppose he, he's, he, he's, he's out of the way. Yeah, yeah he's he felt, felt free. free then. He could... He could That's, yeah. He doesn't have to go back. And I don't know. I didn't bother researching it because it's just too much, you know, you don't want to have too many details on something, which this isn't the blood and guts bit. So I know that's what you want to listen to. Yeah. But I bet he never bothered coming back once. No, he probably didn't. He, he, yeah. I bet he, he wasn't around at Christmas. He just dropped off. Didn't he? Yeah. He just, uh... I think De- Dennis was very observant of that as well. Yeah. I, I, I do think that that was um, probably... Uh, was he was he um, an only son as well, or only just only no, child? No, son? no, he had three. No. Oh right, okay. Olaf is um, Olaf Junior. Yeah, uh, there's Dennis, and then there was. Oh uh, right, sorry, yeah, yeah. I just said it. I Jesus, know, yeah. Rob. my brain's gone. He's not even pissed yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. I'm um, pissed. So uh, yeah, when they divorced, Dennis moved in with his grandparents, uh, whilst his mother went on to marry and have four more children. Now, I, I don't... I mean, Slag! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think... It, you can do what you like, but I think that's probably not particularly good for your current children no. if you do that, because they don't. I don't suppose they know where they fit there's in no, in the family structure. There's no s- stability in that family by the sound of it from the very start, and it's just um, spiralling out of control by the sound of it. Well, it, this made him very confused, Dennis. He didn't, you know, he's got, like, I've got another four kids now and another yeah. dad, yeah. and I don't even have a real dad because he's gone. But, um, yeah, this started to make him feel quite withdrawn and lonely. Um, Dennis also said that his granddad was like a hero to him. Um, I suppose he saw him like a real father Like his figure. dad, yeah. Well, he would do if, if he's um, been supported by him. Yeah. And, uh, the, grandpa- by the grandparents, yeah. Yeah, definitely. yeah. Someone he could look up to, someone that supported him. A manly uh, figure. And he could rely on him as well. He, yeah. was, he, was, he was the man, you know, the man that would help him out. He was a fisherman, his granddad was, um, which is a fucking tough... Hard, dangerous yeah. job. I mean, it really is. Hard labour, man. It is. It's one of the most... Da- I mean, I don't know. I'm probably just talking out my ass, but it is one of the most dangerous jobs you can do. Yeah. You're out in the fucking... Sea. If you fall up... If you go overboard, that's it. What do you reckon the, the most dangerous job in the world is? Um... Uh, I don't know. Oh. Real job, not like... <laughs> oh, like no, yeah, yeah. Like I was checking the barrels of guns that's job. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, anything where there's a lot of danger and you're isolated... Uh, they, they reckon that in the UK, they reckon... Oil rig worker, you're on yeah, a bomb. Yeah, yeah. So I, I imagine people, basically, not, not only are you on a bomb if it goes, in a way... Combat soldier. People fall in, don't they? And, you know, if it's an off-sea oil rig anyway. Um, 
And he, I, in the UK, I think it's it's it sounds silly, but it's the people put the cones out on the motorway, you know. But it's pretty dangerous. Have yeah. you ever been at the side of a motorway? Um, and uh, like uh, we've, I've broke down before, and the AA come out and they've um, got the van going, and then you've got to pull back onto the motorway. If That's fucking down. scary, <laughs> man. Yeah. It's that is terrifying because bl- you don't realise how fast that is yeah. when you're not moving. And then when you've got to get up to speed and slot fucking in. as soon as you can, yeah. The geezer said to me, he goes, right, follow me. We're going to get up to speed and then we're going to slot. Nobody's going to die today. That's what he said to me. And I was like, Jesus Christ. And he was <laughs> yeah, like, no, this is serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to yeah. pull onto a 70 mile. Nobody's going to die today. Like, like, like it's, I know it obviously is serious, yeah. but it sounds like, you know, come on, come on. Like, like you're. You're dying in the first place, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, someone's up. reviving you. Someone's reviving you, pushing on your chest or something. You're not going to die today, son. Yeah, no, I <laughs> yeah. was like, oh, this is real then. Okay, so this is like fucking terrifying. So, okay. um, yeah, that was, uh, that was frightening. Anyway, anyway. Let's we, get back on it, yes. We digress. Um, right, where was I? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He said that um, when his um, granddad was away working on the fishing boats, he yeah. would feel completely empty. Right. Lonely. So this is a man that was... Everything. A massive yeah. part of his life. In 1951, his granddad died on a fishing boat uh, of a heart attack. Right. Um, his body was brought back ashore and taken to the family home, which is quite common back then to bring a dead relative into your house. I mean, yeah. you don't do it now, but that's what... Yeah, they used to put on show, didn't they, and stuff? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, this was a huge moment in his life because this is his first real contact with death. Yeah. Something that clearly fascinates him as we'll, we'll go in yeah. into more detail. But yeah, he, uh, he said he remembers one thing very clearly. His mum asked him if he wanted to come and see his granddad. Yeah. As opposed to being as he's lying in the fucking front room in a box, it's pretty hard not to. Yeah. So he said, yeah. Um, and he, he maintains that when he went to see his granddad, he saw his heart beating very strongly. And obviously this is in his mind. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah. it's not in, not in reality. It's a psychopath coming out of him there. <laughs> yeah, but this affected him a massive amount. Yeah. And he, he, I mean, it really would. If you can remember that, you're not going to forget that. Seeing the, the, the pillar of your life, you know, the bloke that's yeah, just, taken just, you in, dead. Yeah. Uh, you know, this was his first encounter with death. His father was nowhere to be seen. Uh, and now this had happened. Um, the fascination of death occurred then. Um, it's a hell of a subject to try and grapple when you're 16, when you're six years old. Because that's yeah. how, I mean... Well, yeah, it's just... She's not going to understand. You can't understand it now, really. No. But, no. Um, anyway, following his grandfather's death, um, he became increasingly withdrawn, not wanting to be included in any family activities. Uh, his mother had remarried, and strangely, he hated the attention his mum and stepdad gave to his other brother and sister. Um, I mean... He's the one wanting to be left alone. Yeah. And when he is, he seems to resent it. I, d- I don't know why you'd it's do like that. It's like, a, it's like he's ultra, he doesn't know what he wants. It's like... Yeah. He's very confused. Yeah. Um, he says he was probably closest to his, uh, his sister. Right. That was his closest sibling. Throughout his early teens, he said he was aware of his homosexual tendencies, but he says he, has no, he had no sexual encounters, none at all. Um, and I wonder, because at this point, He's he's confused. I wonder how different his life would have been if he had, um, if if say society's views, because this is in the sort of early fifties. Yeah, yeah. If society's views were different to yeah, like, homosexuals, like they are a bit now, more like now, yeah, yeah. Whether if if he would have been open. out murdering, if, or if he was just, just well, he may well as he was. Yeah, he may yeah. well have continued to, to yeah. go down the path he did. But but if if. Could he it have contributed to, towards it? Yeah, I think so because I think he might have felt ashamed. Well, yeah, they did. That's kind of what they they forced you to think, didn't they? That it was a shameful uh, thing to be uh, uh, yeah. a gay and a 
and that's that was it when it's people got disowned from families because of it and all that didn't they yes. so it's it's wasn't a nice place to be i suppose you know what i mean in that sense of the mind if, if you if you're gay and, and you're in that situation you, you you've got to try and either cover it up or you're going to just basically be on your own by the sound of it and that's what i think yeah. that's why we're, we're talking about the early bits in his life yeah. because it's sort of forming a um a mindset towards what and, so a, to, and a massive fear of loneliness. Yeah. But I, I think he was repulsed by himself. Um, I, I really do. Um, yeah. Which is quite sad. Because at the moment, we're talking about a teenage boy here. Yeah, yeah. He's not, he's not, he's not fully developed. He's going to be the murderer, stuff, yeah. but he isn't at the moment. So, you know, it's, it's, it's quite sad when you think about it. Yeah. Um, but he, he groped his brother once, Olaf, when he was asleep. Um, and his brother woke up, um, and this is when his brother first started to think that Dennis might have been gay. Yeah. Because he was trying to tug on his brother's cock or something. Um, he also that, fa- that would be a big, uh, a big um, pro point to being a gay, wouldn't it? You're tugging on some bloke's cock. Well, your brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he also he felt up his sister as well. Um, I think uh, he did that because he thought that if, if he could touch a girl... I mean, he's got a lot of internal problems, internal thought. Well, not problems, but back then there were problems. But I think he thought if he could touch a girl, yeah, he might. He didn't know where he was, did he? He might persuade. He might convert him from being, you know, he, he attracted know, to men. He just didn't know what, where he was. Was it by the sound of it? He's he obviously knows he's gay, but he's also trying to fight it at the same time against it. Well, it's very unhealthy because for him, yeah. because obviously the so- society don't like it. But well, yeah. it's very unhealthy, very confusing. And he li- and he literally thought society hated him. I yeah. think. Um, anyway, uh, he joined the army um, when he was sixteen in nineteen sixty one. He left the school and enlisted in the British Army. He was there for eleven years. I think that's pretty fucked up because I mean, there's probably a lot of people out there who's going to disagree. But sixteen years old, why? I mean, I know we still do it. Why are we allowing? Because it's sixteen years old. You're a fucking child. Yeah. Are you? We were allowing. Little kids, little kids to join the fucking army and be combat soldiers. Shit, yeah, within within months they're out there with guns, aren't they? And what well, age can, can you vote? Be. What age can you vote? Eighteen. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, does it really? So you can't vote, but yet we'll put you it in. It shows you where the priorities, I think, doesn't yeah. it? Of um, what of of politicians really, what they want, and they want people to be in the army well, rather want, yeah. than vote. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he he was a chef, not a combat soldier, yeah. but still, man. Um, he served in Germany, Norway, and Yemen. In Yemen, he worked in a prison. He saw action there. Some of his pals were killed in ambushes. It's quite a dangerous prison, actually, yeah. uh, as you could imagine, in Yemen. Yeah, yeah. He was actually kidnapped um, by a, um, a taxi driver nice. who knocked him out and threw him into the boot of the car. Um, now, Dennis, apparently, well, he came round in the back of the car and he waited in the back. And when the geezer who threw him in there opened the boot, Dennis got out beat the fuck out of him and threw him in Fucking the boot. Fair play to him. Took him in, put him in the boot as well, yeah. then took him in. How'd you like that, bitch? He's just lying in the, in the boot, look with his eyes open, fucking open that fucking boot, I'm going to get you, cunt. He, he, um, he earned a general service medal before um, leaving the army at his own request in November 1972. Um, he actually sold, in later life, he sold the general service medal for £8 because he was really, really hard up of cash. Yeah. So he had to flog his medal. What's general service anyway? It doesn't sound like... Just, just sounds like general, general service. service. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Floor mopping. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Beating up blokes who put you in the back of a taxi. Yeah, yeah that's it. He said uh, when he was in the army, he kept his gay tendencies totally covered up. 
and he would bathe and shower alone because um, he didn't want to get a boner in front of everybody else. Yeah. Uh, he'd also wank in private because, you know, you don't want to be doing that in front of a... <laughs> yeah, loads of blokes. Yeah, because he had to share rooms, you see. So yeah. he'd, when he was bathing alone, it was time to have a, a sly tug. Quick t- a quick Tommy. Yeah, because he didn't want to... Yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, the funny thing about that is if the other ones are all tugging together... Sounds a bit, that sounds <laughs> even more gay. No, no, it's because he <laughs> yeah. because he bathed. Yeah, alone, I know, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah, yeah, it then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. It's just I'm just taking the piss <laughs> because he worked mainly in the kitchens. He said that he and the other staff that he worked with were pretty much pissed all of the time. Nice. Uh, they weren't out like running around wielding guns, getting shit faced off yeah, the wine. So, yeah, but he, he, this is we need more wine for the soups. <laughs> we need a fuckload more wine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where yeah. going. Whiskey uh, for the steaks. He um <laughs> he says as well. He, he admitted this when um obviously when he's relaying all his life story to police, he said that he would often pretend to be blackout drunk, hoping that somebody would uh, try and fondle him. him. Yeah. Which is fucking weird because I was at a party once and I saw, I, I saw a girl do that. A party was just pretend to be unconscious. Pretend to be unconscious. Yep. I, I'm telling you, they were, we were at a party. There was all, all the lads, just yeah. all blokes. This is fucking years ago. I know her name, but I'm not going to say it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I don't even care, but I'm still not going to do it. Yeah. But she, and I know, man, she was blagging it, pretending, pretending to be unconscious, trying to, I, trying I, to get a filled up. You yeah, well, I don't know, but why would you do that? And then when I read yeah. about this, I was thinking, Hang maybe on, yeah, yeah, it's the same sort of thing, maybe. Anyway, right? yeah, crazy. But him pretending to be um, unconscious and get felt up, I think that's the beginning of his fascination with unconscious and unresisting bodies, because that seemed to be some sort of theme. That he uh, he did try and achieve yeah. with uh, with his victims. He liked he liked the power, didn't he? Over him. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he loved the power. Um, when he was in Yemen, he had his own room. So this is a plus now. Yeah, he's yeah. by himself, and that's when his fancies really started to form. He'd seen dead bodies yeah. out there, and he would often think of them. He said he also had a large mirror in his room that he would position in such a way that he would not see his own face, but could see his own body. Right. Right. And he would fantasize about fucking unconscious men whilst looking in the mirror at his own body. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he would fantasize um, being the dominant person and also being the submissive partner. The, the taxi incident. It both ways. Well, yeah, the taxi incident really turned him on. Yeah. He loved it. Yeah. Even though he needed I suppose, in, 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 like you say there, he's... he's, he's he wasn't dominant because he was getting battered at one point because hence why he was in the back and then suddenly he was dominant. So that's the, the switch over there probably lit helps a bit towards it, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, yeah. yeah. He had a picture, a painting in his, um, in his room as well called yeah. the, the Raft of Medusa. Now right. You can go and check it out. It's not disturbing. It's just a boring old picture. But it basically shows an old dude cradling a young dead bloke uh, with a dismembered corpse next to him. Nice. And he loved that. Yeah. He fucking really loved it. I suppose the, um, the, the only geezer alive in the picture, the, the one bloke, had total power over uh, yeah. the, other two, the other two people's bodies. Yeah. He could do what he liked. Yeah. And that, that excited him. That gave him the boner. So the crazy was starting to, starting to form now. And yeah, it's, it's, it's all, all matching up now. Well, he gets stiffs over stiffs, doesn't he? He gets stiffs over stiffs. <laughs> <laughs> stiffs over stiffs. I, I, I don't know why he left the army, but he did. Uh, when he did, he, he, he immediately was living at home. Uh, and his mum was starting to question why there was not any female input in his life. Yeah. Um, she'd be asking him a few questions. Why aren't she... you bringing birds back, you cunt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, being it was, it was a big thing, I suppose, being gay. And yeah. she just wanted to know. 
I mean, does now. that does that sound like that she knew and she was just oh, trying yeah, to... Yeah, yeah, she's his mum. Yeah. She'd know. Yeah. But, but like now, nowadays, if, if, you might, if, if there's a lad who's gay and his mum goes up to him and says, why aren't you bringing girls home? He just turns around and says, because I, I like dick, mum. Yeah. So do you. Yeah. So you whore. Get over it. <laughs> and that would be the end of it. No yeah. one would give a damn, but yeah. not then. Um, but yeah, after the army, he went and lived with his mum for a bit. He was questioning him about him being gay. And um, he actually got a job and he joined the police force. <laughs> so he's gone from army to police. Now. Yeah, but it's very much like... Um, uh, Ted Bundy being a rape counsellor. Ah, Do you know yes, what I mean? Yeah. So he starts to learn a bit more of the other side of it. Well, he, he was developing a fascination for dead bodies. I suppose that's why he joined the police force, yeah. because he had more chance of seeing them. Yeah. He spent a lot of time in mortuaries, saw more dead people, um, and I reckon that's why he did it, because he didn't join the police force to prevent fucking crimes. No. Let's be fucking honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> what we're about to get into, you'll see that he, he wasn't... Didn't, he didn't give a fuck, man. He did not care, man. He did not care. He had a, he had security jobs after the police force, but nothing worth going into detail with yeah. because, because of time, so he won't bother. But you can see that he was, from a young lad to, to his early adult, um, he's a... He's kind of been putting quite... He started off being really confused, obviously, because of what's going on. It's That's acceptable. You'd you'd go, well, you would be, you know what I mean? You've got a dad who doesn't want to be there. Um, you know, your granddad's now basically your dad, and then suddenly you, your mum's married and got four other kids now. Um, and you just so you don't like to be it, gay. Yeah, and, you, and you're gay, and society don't like it. So he's a bit fucked up in the head because of all of that. Um, and, then he's, and then he's 16. It's, it sounds like he's... Did he choose to go to the army? Yeah. Or was he just forced into it? Uh, no, he went. So, yeah, so he's gone to the army and he's maybe he's tried to do that for discipline. To try and he said he loved that. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He said it was some of the happiest times of his life. Yeah. Being bundled into taxis and yeah. seeing dead people. Into, yeah. He fucking loved it. Um, so now he's working in uh, various other the jobs. Police. Well, no, he's. Oh, past well, that well it doesn't really matter, yeah. but it's a, we're, we're talking like his early. Early 20s now, right? Um, mid to early 20s. But around this time, he started going to gay pubs and clubs. Um, he found the gay scene. Yeah. So this is this is good for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. This That's... is good. you got an outlet, mate. Yeah, you got an outlet. Everyone knows uh, in that scene. It's it's all okay. It's not yeah. nothing wrong, yeah. He could start to be himself. Yeah. A little bit too much, though, because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, a bit, bit too much. He claims he didn't like the act of sex, because... Um, he wanted love. He wanted them dead. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can they you not like, breathe? Can you just be dead? Before can you I not breathe, it? be cold and be stiff? Uh, he, <laughs> he said he, he didn't like the, the mindless sex. He just he wanted a relationship. Yeah. Um, I think this might be a throwback because of his dad not being around and, right. and losing his grandfather. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, personally, I don't think he liked sex because he preferred boiling people's heads. Yeah. And chopping them up. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what he started doing. That's um, one way of getting rid of them, isn't it? But boiling your heads. And yeah. Because he was used to boil them, didn't they? Because uh, he said, which I suppose makes sense to him, um, he used to boil the heads to, to get the skins off easier <laughs> so he could flush it down the bog. Fuck it, Al. Get ready. Come on, mate. This is, this is normal. Don't you not know about this? Get ready. What do you mean? People. Why am I doing boiling heads? We've got you must lot. know. We've got a lot of this to come. I'm sorry. <laughs> get yourself a sandwich and sit uh, back. Oh dear. Get yourself a sandwich and <laughs> listen to this carnage. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's not really going to be any easy way of going through the You're not going to be uh, eating your sandwiches very well. Corn, corn beef sandwich or something. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, a bit of red uh, sauce on it. But yeah, the gay bars and nightclubs were where he would hunt for his victims, which is quite similar to Dharma. 
Yeah, because yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Didn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems that uh, apparently, if you want to kill a man, you can lure him to his death with sex and booze very, very easily. <laughs> we were a bit, bit stupid, I think. Yeah. This is what what Dharma did. Yeah, well, yeah, he did to quite a lot of them, didn't he? Dharma. He, he basically used. Well, he just said, "You want come back tomorrow? I'm fucking bum you." And then we kill him and then, <laughs> and then maybe have a go. Which comes to my next point. And <laughs> yeah. my next point is I think that there is a market for murder sex dolls. Yeah. Where you could get like a doll that's like, you know, you like you get really like lifelike. Like, one, one, one with voices going, ah! Yeah, you could put a voice box in it. But a doll that you could like beat the shit out of and chop up and the blood and guts come out. And you you could mean rape. like, the, you know, <laughs> you... <laughs> fuck it up. Because, because if they, because it comes rape doll. <laughs> Death rape doll. You, look, as you can boil his head, take its skin off. You could, man. You could get disposable. Bury it under the ground. You Bury it in your patio. Interchangeable parts. Yeah. You know, you can remove eyeballs and shit. <laughs> yeah. But it, it could sort of ease them in. I mean, uh, they, they might think, you know what? I want to do it, but I don't necessarily want to Do you think that would life. help them or do you think that would make it worse? Could help them. Because I, I think it'd make it worse because I think, <laughs> if you, especially if you could, like pull out their eyes, eyes eyes out their eye sockets and all sorts of stuff because after a while they get bored of the doll and oh god Gary the doll it doesn't scream or fight back doesn't yeah exactly let's do it to a real person it doesn't smell but like you say it might also stop people but uh, I reckon it would make more people well it's just a rape murder sex doll well if there's any serial killers or potential serial killers listening if if you're in prison (laughs) let us know whether you'd like would you uh, like a a a serial rape doll (laughs) just to practice on yeah, would you prefer that than a real human being? I suppose. That'd be like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm going to say. You can snap their arms off and then next. Yeah, you could do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you really, really damage them really badly, you could just order more parts online. Oh, God, yeah. There you go. It's a constant win-win. You've just got like a like a, a warehouse full of arms and exactly, stuff and yeah. heads and eyes and... Put yeah. them under the floorboards and do all sorts. Yeah. And they don't stink as well then. They don't. No. You well, could you, le- could. you could leave them there for months, right? And they don't stink. You could pull them out, wash them off, and have another go. Well, if you really wanted the authentic experience, that I would, you know, I mean, there's the, the designers would get would overcome this for me. But I would imagine you could have like a, maybe a little like a, a pocket in the side of the body where you could just shove steak in and let that go off. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> so you get blood, the authentic dead body blood smell. Pa- like, was it blood, blood packs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bit of fake blood. Yeah. Boot so them. You could oh, do right. the old proper authentic experience and actually. Get yourself blind drunk because they apparently don't seem to be getting blind drunk. Take him to a gay bar and then take him back out and see what people think of you then. You walk around with a fucking murder rape doll. (laughs) Mull it over. Let us know what you think. Do you think that's a good idea? Hit us on Twitter with that one. Yeah, (laughs) hit us on Twitter. Robots for eyes. (laughs) Right, we're going now. This is where it's going to get into the the dodgy bits. Um, The first person we can talk about is a guy called David Painter. Do you know about David Painter? No. Well, he was... Why, why should I know about him? Was I don't, don't know whether you, you come across in there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether you come across him in your research. But he was a young man whom uh, Nilsson had met through work. Um, he claimed uh, he, that Nick basically he'd gone back to, to Dennis's house and yeah. was pissed up and asleep, as you would. Um, and he woke up and Dennis Nilsson was taking uh, pictures of him. Nice. I had been taking pictures of him whilst he was asleep. He was so pissed off and freaked out by it. He went, um, well, he required hospitalisation. Now, I don't think he was beaten up. I think it just fucked him up. Right. It was just terrifying. Um, so Psychologically fucked him. Well, no, I think what? he had a bit of a scuffle, but I don't know if it was like, I don't know. Bitch slapped. Yeah, basically. basically, yeah. But he went to the police. Yeah. So this could have been stopped straight away. Yeah. And uh, he chose not to press charges. And uh, Nilsson was released without charge. Nice. So he so he carried on his little well, 
we don't know if he'd done his rampage at that point. But no, he hadn't done his rampage. But he this might was building been... up to the rampage. Well, might yeah, have stopped him before. Well, yeah, but then in 1975, he met a fellow called David Galachan. Um, he called him Twi- Twinkle. Twinkle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he, Twinkle. Uh, twinkle. Yeah. Uh, oh, Twinkle. <laughs> he he moved in with him in his garden flat situated at uh, 195 Melrose Avenue. This is in North London. Apparently, uh, Nilsson had seen him getting beaten up outside a bar. Uh, Went over and helped him out. Took right. him home, basically, to clear it, to clean him up after. So he's actually sounding like he'd been nice. Well, here. he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, and he moved in. Okay. And, yeah. and they, they lived together almost like, you know, a nice married couple. Yeah. For, I think it was a couple of years, was it? Was that before he uh, chopped his head off and no, he boiled didn't. him? No, 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 no. no. Uh, it lasted, yeah, it lasted two years. And eventually, Galichan uh, left. Um, and then Dennis's life, he claims took a big downward spiral. So does he blame it on Chan? Well, he was lonely. He got someone yeah, that he yeah. liked and then he left and he thought, fuck it, I'll just start killing every yeah. I'll <laughs> kill him and get, keep him in the house. I don't like the fact they're leaving. I'll just kill him and leave him in the, the floorboards. He spiralled into alcoholism and loneliness and with 18 months, within the 18-month period after this geezer had left, he was chopping people up, boiling heads, and he had a maggot-infested home. That's how that's how it tends to go, isn't it? You know, I mean, if someone moves out, eighteen months, you're a serial killer. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Standard procedure. Standard. Uh, all of his victims, all known victims, were either homeless or students. <clears throat> there was a, a male prostitute as well. All were young. Some were children. Right. Um, the first was anyway, and I suppose that's the pedo coming out in old yeah. Dennis there. Um, all of them were... They, dis- they all seem to like to have a go on a child, though, don't they? As in kill, kill a child. They do, don't they? Yeah. Well, Serial killers, you don't... It's not really just uh, certain age brackets adults. They do like a good kid to kill, don't they? Every yeah. once in a while. They just start at the bottom and work their way up. Yeah, we'll go for this In more, in more yeah. ways than one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, he, um, yeah all, all were dismembered and uh, all were stored, which is, again, very similar to Jeffrey Dahmer. Organised. Organised. Um, so uh, sit back and enjoy this. Well, we're going to the first murder now. The first known victim, and we say known because there's probably more. Yeah. Um, but Dennis is not talking yet because he's still alive. He may well. If he gets something like cancer or something, he might go, well, well fuck or it. Whatever, he, might, he yeah. might say something. But the first victim was a 14-year-old. So there's a child yeah. straight away. So he's a paedophile. Um, his name was Stephen Holmes. Uh, and this was on the 30th of December, 1978. Stephen was on his way home from a concert and stopped off at a gay bar. Whether he knew it was a gay bar or just thought it was a bar, I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, and by the way, 14 sounds young, but we do start drinking quite a young age over yeah. here. Yeah, appears. yeah I, th- I think, to be honest, I probably started drinking about 15. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then you sort of sneak to the bars about 16. In fact, I remember everyone from a TK Maxx, the old TK Maxx crew, a bit older than me. I used to jump in and go to the clubs of them a lot. It was fucking wicked, it was. Yeah, we like absolutely fucking shit faced. By the time you're 18, we're seasoned pros. Yeah, seasoned pros, yeah. Anyway, Nilsson invited him back to his house. Uh, sorry, his flat, not the house. Uh, the kid um, went, which is a bit weird. Right. He's 14 and, and, and he's hanging around with a, with a bloke. He stayed the night. I'm not sure if Dennis fucked him. He probably did. I'm not sure. But anyway, he awoke in the morning and was going to leave. Uh, Nilsson was having none of it. He felt like he was going to be abandoned right. and, and lonely. So he strangled him with so a it's like, it's like It's like it clicked in them. So he's had someone stay over the night and it's kind of, it's like it's brought back memories and he's like, I don't want him to leave now. And yeah, that's so it. 
Well, that's and that's where it started. So, well, he strangled him with a necktie, right? Yeah. Just wrapped around his neck and just fucking pulled. Um, this didn't kill him. He slumped on the floor unconscious, realizing that he wasn't dead. He then got a bucket of water and shoved the kid's head in it. Because you, if you're unconscious, you're not fighting back. No, you're just going to breathe. Yeah. So it's an easy way to kill someone. Just shove their head in the bu- bucket of water. Oh, so he wasn't doing. I thought he might have been doing it to wake him up and go. Uh, no, nah, you know, sorry, mate. I, did, I don't know what happened then. <laughs> no, he was drowning the cunt. Uh, yeah, he was. Yeah, because it was just easier. Yeah. Um, he told the police after his arrest that he took the after immediately after killing the boy, he took his corpse to the bathroom and bathed him. He said that his body looked beautiful. And he tried to have sex with him, but failed. Okay. I don't. It didn't say in what way he failed. Whether he failed to get a stiffy or just thought, I don't fancy doing that. It's probably the fact that it's his first murder, and he's going, um, my head's going all over the show. Yeah. Oh, well, what he, the fuck? He yeah. did say that he 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 go he would go into trance. He'd go into like a trance-like state. They all say that though, don't they? They, always, they may well do. They all just wake up and go, oh, there was just bodies everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. Yeah, yeah you do. Fuck you knows. killed every fucker. Yeah. He did, yeah. Um, he then put the boy's bed, a uh, boy's body in his bed and uh, slept with him for a few nights. He, um, After a few nights, he took, took him out of the bed and stored him under the floorboards for eight months. Fucking stinky bollocks. Yeah, he then burned the body in the garden. Uh, I mean... He really hit the ground running on this one. This yeah, is his yeah. first fucking murder. He's washing the body and stuff. And it's so similar to Dharma. Yeah, it is. Because he really. said that the guy wanted to leave and he was like, nah. And he just fucking hacked him up and stored yeah. him under the house. It's weird, he? isn't it? It's, it's, it's like, is there a set mindset for certain people, which is the same? Obviously it is, but is it, is it just built into certain people? And I that's think, it. I don't know. Is it? Is it... Uh, to do with what's happened in his childhood, or is it automatically in his brain? Is it just like something, something that he is? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I suppose that's the ultimate question that people want to find out. Yeah. You can find that out. You can look for telltale signs and that's try it. and stop it. That's it. When the kid's born, you go, your kid's going to be a psycho killer. Hit yeah. it with a hammer. Yeah, Get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. Kill it now. Yeah. Uh, this is what he said about uh, Stephen. Now, bear in mind, he's, he's fucking 14, this kid was. He said, um, after he killed him, he said, I eased him into his new bed. And he, and he means under the floorboards. Ah, right. Um, he said, a week later, I wondered whether his body had changed at all or had started to decompose. I got him out, pulled the dirt-stained youth up onto the floor. His skin was very dirty. I stripped myself naked and carried him into the bathroom and washed the body. There was practically no discoloration and his skin was pale white. His limbs were more relaxed than they were when I had put him down there. Flexible fucking limbs. I wonder what he was doing with him. Mm, yeah. Fucking, it's a bit, it's a bit disturbing. Bringing him back up after a week. So we'll see his confidence increasing as he goes through the murders. Because oh, good. Oh, you got to have a bit of confidence when you're doing it. You've got to go for it. Yeah. You've got, you got to build on that confidence. You've got to. So he had a next crack at murder in October of 1979 when he picked up a <laughs> next student. crack at murder. I think <laughs> I'll go on a murder tonight. When he, uh, <laughs> he picked up a student um, who was in the UK from Hong Kong, he uh, met him and offered to take him sightseeing around London. Uh, they had a lovely day. A good really, really nice day sightseeing. And he persuaded the lad to come back to his house for a bonded session. For a what? A bondage session. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Each yeah. to their own. But yeah, you don't want to be doing like, that with Dennis. Like strapping leather shit on and it's up to you. whipping each other and all that shit, then fine. Yeah. Just don't do it with Dennis. Yeah, the topic easier might go a bit too far. <laughs> a little bit too <laughs> yeah, far, yeah. yeah. He agreed anyway, and he went back and spent the night uh, with Dennis. Um, Dennis tried to kill him, right? He tried to strangle him, but he got away. He went to the police, uh, but he didn't want to press charges. 
um, and another chance was missed to catch him. Um, I do, you, do you think that that could be because the other kids uh, doesn't want to come out as a guy? Well, that's what I think. I think and, he and he's, just, he's just gone. I'm, don't say anything. I've just yeah. I'm not pressing charges, but you know. I think he went he's, there. He's, keep your eye on him. He's a nutter. He probably went to the police in sheer terror. Um, and then they said, okay, we're going to press charges. And he was like, well, hang on a second. I was ball gagged. Uh, ropes around me. Yeah, yeah. If this gets out. And uh, yeah, this this isn't, yeah, on, on my own will. I'm, yeah. I'm just going to go back to Hong Kong. Forget yeah. it. And, yeah. and, and, and unfortunately, um, well, we know what happens. And I, I, I mean, like, he'd regret that. Yeah, yeah, he really would regret that. He should have just, he should have just gone with it and just yeah, press yeah. charges. If, if 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 he's alive now, if he is uh, the case, probably in Hong is. Kong, would he would be would he be thinking that? Would he be thinking oh, I could have stopped a lot of people? If he's getting, aware, yeah, I suppose he is. He might, yeah, he, yeah, he would have been because I'm sure it would have uh, once it would come out that shit would have probably got over there about a serial killer somewhere. Yeah. Well, two months later. He killed again um, a Canadian tourist called Kenneth Ockenden. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Yeah. Um, but if I'm wrong, tough shit. Um, he tried the old I'll take your sightseeing trick again. Ah, it's, classic. It's, he's developing it's a pattern. He's got a good yeah, pattern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This time it worked. He took him around London. They both got pissed up. So it's two lads having, having a right crack. A couple of drinks. I'll show you the Queen's massive house. Um this is Dennis getting him to drop his guard, basically. Yeah, yeah. Getting him drunk. It's getting him to be his friend in a way, isn't it? And then um, going, yeah, come back to mine. Yep. So um, For bondage session. So that, when, when he said that, I would have probably gone, mm, you're right, mate, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll have a drink with you, but... Uh, Two to the round, but you can carry on. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> they, so they got him pissed, um, and he, he asked him if he wanted to come back to his house. Keezer said yes. Yeah. Uh, they had sex. Whatever, you know, if that's what you want to do, go for it. Um, and I think he strangled in mid-sex with an electrical cord off like a set of headphones, I believe, right, yeah. if, if I'm not wrong. Were you um, there? Uh, I, was <laughs> in the I was in the corner. <laughs> yeah. I was in the cupboard, mate. Wanking in the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, once again, uh, after killing him, he, he bathed him. Um, he took photos of him and he fucked the body. Um, that's he, another thing that um, Dharma did, didn't he? Taking photos of the bodies yeah. as well. So it's you've got. It's like kind a, of like a. It is souvenir. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a tendency of all of them, isn't it? It's, it's weird. He didn't want. It. He wanted to enjoy the moment and and savor it and keep it eternal. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I, I don't actually know this. Did he? Did he have trophies? Because a lot of them like trophies. Don't um, they? Well, we'll get into it. Yeah, you yeah. could call them trophies, but... Uh, <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. So basically, yeah, he, he killed him, bathed him, took photos of him, and actually fucked him this time. Yeah. He, he lay his corpse down, spread eagled above him whilst he was in bed, and he watched the television for several hours. He slept with the corpse over a several over a course of several nights before wrapping the body up in plastic bags and stowing it beneath the floorboards. Nice. So now you've got a geezer that's dead under the floor. Yeah. This is getting a bit... Uh, I mean, bathing him makes him sound like he's conscious of cleanliness. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's clearly he's not. I wonder what that. Uh, hmm, I don't think it's cleanliness. I reckon it's. I don't know. Maybe it's just a um, sexual thing of um, people bathing each other when they're you know because he used to yeah. get in the bath with him, didn't they as yeah. well? Yeah, 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 he did. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it may may be like a sexual partner thing like that. He was thinking, but. The geezer's dead, what, and it's it's just not, not not right whatsoever. It's just fucking disturbing. Imagine, yeah. imagine being in imagine the room. Imagine if someone watching broke it. in. It'd be like, if someone broke in, you'd be like, um, it's exactly what it looks like. Yeah, there's no way, <laughs> there's no way I could get out of this. Yeah, it's just fucking so disturbing. It is exactly what it looks like. I get this, man. He told police after his arrest that he would sometimes get his body out, prop him up in a chair, and have a chat with him as if he was alive. 
Because he said he was lonely, but he's not fucking lonely. He's fucking mental. Yeah, he's, he's, he's insane. Insane in the membrane. Now we move on to Martin Duffy, a 16-year-old homeless teen, very vulnerable and desperate for help, as you could imagine yeah. if you were homeless. This is in May of 1980, so we're just coming out of the winter period over here in England. Um and he would have been happy for any form of supposed help. Yeah, just anywhere, shelter. Any, anything, anywhere, yeah. man, yeah. And, and, and Dennis would have known this and targeted him yeah. because of this vulnerability. He offered to take him back to his house. I mean, I could imagine him saying, you know, come back. You can have a shower. Have I'll some feed soup, you. have some food, yeah. You've got a warm bed, you know, you can chill out. It's, that's an offer you can't refuse because he would have come across as being really concerned. Yeah, yeah. So we went with him. Yeah. Big mistake. Big fucking mistake. I don't know if he had sex with him, um, but what is known is that Nilsson strangled him with an electrical cord because it fucking worked before. Yeah, yeah. Um, And when he was unconscious, (laughs) he drowned him in the kitchen sink. No, he didn't need a bucket this time. Just just use the sink. He's he's upgraded to the sink now. He's getting more efficient. Where did he get a bucket from in the first place? Just lying around the house. Yeah, yeah. Just a normal bucket. Yeah. And he's just, this time he's did he so he's got his head in the sink did he have to turn the tap on and wait for ages while he's well he just it? says he just fucking filled the sink up <laughs> his head in and, and drowned the fucker he's getting more efficient yeah. um, this time he said that he, he, when he bathed him he actually got in the bath with him right so he's sitting in the bath with him um, he said he took him to bed repeatedly this is really creepy man repeatedly kissed and caressed the body and complimented him on how good he looked fuck he, it he, stra- he straddled him and masturbated on him several times Fuck. Once it's again, he slept with the body for a few nights. The boy's body was eventually stored in the wardrobe for two weeks. Two fucking weeks, man. A 16-year-old boy in it's a like wardrobe. A, it's like a scary movie, isn't it? Like the beginning scene of a scary movie is a dead body and the geezer just kissing it going, oh, you look great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the beginning of a scary movie, isn't it? It's terrifying. But after two weeks, he said he eventually pulled out the rotting body and stored it under the floor. Oh, God, it's stinky. Yeah. You need to stick it, 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 get it out of the cupboard. It stinks. Well, he shoved him under the floor (laughs) with the other guy. Yeah. Uh, Now, he said it became so bloated. That's why he went under the floorboards. Because the kid was just fucking expanding. Oh, the gases and everything. Like, nah, I'm not having that fatty yeah. in the wardrobe. Yeah, you're not looking beautiful anymore. Get him under the floorboard. Get a new one in. So now he's got two dead, rotting guys under the floorboards. Yeah. How creepy is that? And yet he can walk around the house and watch TV. And there's two fucking yeah, dead like, humans. Like it's normal. Like, like it's no panic. No, no, like, oh my God, what have I done? Or, oh shit, I'm going to get caught. Or, you know, anything like that. It's just, just normal. Just normal. Two dead guys. Oh, a cup of tea. Yeah, go on. Then. Love it. Billy Sutherland was next. Uh, he was the 27-year-old male prostitute. Uh, he had approached Nilsson, uh, but Nilsson didn't want anything to do with him. Right. Um, he, in fact, followed Dennis home after they went on a pub crawl. Okay, now. So he's, he's so he fucked himself over he's big time. He walking to his death. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's sketchy details. Um, as they were both pissed. Well, it doesn't matter whether he was pissed up because he's dead. Yeah, can't yeah. talk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, Dennis was. He was all pissed up. He says he just woke up in the morning and Billy was dead. Yeah, classic. Normal, normal dead body protocol was followed again. You know, bath. Yeah, <laughs> bath. Obviously, it's what quick, you do. Quick wank. Quick wank. Bath wank. Floorboards. Uh, floor. The cupboard. Floorboards. Bed. Yeah, <laughs> back to floorboards. Job well done. Yeah, cut the insides out. Bin that into a garden. Set fire to the body. Jobs are good. And jobs are good. <laughs> yeah, we didn't actually. But we'll get to the the body burning yeah. in a bit. They didn't do them individually. No, he, yeah. He this is this is. I mean, we'll we'll get into it in more detail in a bit. Yeah. But it is sort of 
it seemed like it well, I'll say get out of hand, but it was getting out yeah, of hand he, in his he got, mind. He got um, more organised with the murdering as it goes along. We'll yeah, speak it, about it when it comes to it. But he had to. I know some some little facts which I thought, well, I thought, well yeah, that makes sense, I suppose. If yeah, you, yeah, if, you, if, you're in that, if you're in his mindset, it did it make makes sense. sense, yeah, but it's not really a good idea. Not really. <laughs> not, but it did make sense. Yeah. But the next guy, Douglas Stewart. This is uh, all, the, all these... Um, Victims and all these uh, murders and attempted murders are taking place in Melrose Avenue. Right, okay. Stewart said, because he got away, that uh, Nilsson attacked him. Uh, he said he'd fallen asleep in an armchair. He woke up to find his feet tied and uh, Dennis was putting a tie around his neck. He fought back, knocking Nilsson over, and then Nilsson told him to leave. See, I like that about Dennis, right? This is what I like about him. He's, he's tying you up into the chair, right? About to kill you <laughs> to You're death. About to kill right? you. And then you knock him over and he goes, just, just, just leave. Out. Get out now. I'm not having this. Leave. You, you're being the dominant one. I don't like that. Get out. He just he threw him out. So he, he went. He left. Fucking uh, good job. He called the police. At least um, he's not like that other fellow who followed him back. Yeah. Who would go, no, I'm not leaving. Well, you're going to be dead in the floorboards. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be down there yeah. with the others. Yes. Uh, but th- th- So he went and got the police, basically. He told the police it's four o'clock in the morning. They came um, They came round to his house. They knocked on the door. Um, Dennis seemed surprised uh, by what they said. He, he was blagging it. Yeah, he was going, like, oh, what? What? what are you talking about? Yeah, oh, I don't know what you, you got the wrong house? <laughs> Where, no, he didn't yeah. deny the yeah. right house. But he said, I wasn't yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. kill him. Yeah. Um, and th- th- I think the police just thought, oh, it's just some sort of... Um, uh, homosexual bondage encounter, yeah. and uh, both sides are hiding some parts of the truth. They made a report. It's a bit of a stalemate on it. Yeah, well, they made a report, and um, and Stewart uh, failed to follow up as required, and the police were at the house. Um, had to dismiss it then. Had to dismiss it, but when they were at the house, there was, there was already three bodies under must the floor. Must have been fucking stinky. Well, this is the thing. That, uh, how did these people not... They must have been so pissed when they went in there that yeah. they couldn't smell yeah. this. You, um, when you got... Other people will know you've got pets. When there's a, a dead mouse or, or a dead whatever from either a dog or a cat bringing it in, hide it somewhere. Left, it stinks. Yeah. And that's, that's tiny. That's like fucking six inches long. Not so not like fucking six 150 foot. pounds yeah. of meat. Yeah. So that must fucking stink. Yeah. Well, I bet Dennis shat himself when the coppers came round. But anyway, he was calm and uh, they just, they, that was it. Yeah. The geezer didn't follow up. So he was scot free. Um, as we say, he, he killed 12 people in this house. Uh, five, only five were identified, identified seven were not. Okay. No, they're just deemed never to be known who Don't they know were. who they are. Couldn't, couldn't get any... We're going to skip a few murders. Nice. Because you can see that the, the way he's doing it is not changing. He's got it down to a T. Yeah, he's, he's got his... Yeah, that's it. He's strangle. He's very efficient now. Strangle, drown, bath. Yeah, bath. Fuck him. Cupboard, floorboard. Job done. Yeah. Um, so we're going to skip a few. Uh, the 11th victim, so this is almost the final victim in the house, was a skinhead. Yeah, uh, he picked up in Piccadilly Circus. Apparently, the guy thought he was a bit of a hard nut, a bit of a hard guy. He said he liked to fight. He'd never lost, uh, and he had a tattoo across his neck saying "Cut here." Oh, fuck it out! Right, so uh, Dennis, don't um, tempt a psycho killer with that. Oh no, no, <laughs> yeah. no, Dennis lured him back, right, in a true hunter predator style to his house for a couple of drinks yeah. and fucking killed him, yeah. as you would imagine, standard way, uh, in a sh- sort of, I suppose, a show of power to this so-called hard guy, uh, Nilsson hung his torso up in his bedroom for a couple of days before stuffing him under the floorboards with yeah. the other guys. Show your power, I'm going to hang you up in the bedroom for a bit. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm over you, I've got you. So, can you imagine, like, 
waking up and just seeing that every day. And it's normal. So. You just go, ah. all right, Gary, I'm going to make a tea. <laughs> have some fucking cocoa pops or whatever. You know it's, what I mean? It's just hanging there and it's been left there for yeah, days. Hanging up, man. And but when, when Imagine if someone just walked in. They were, what the fuck? Well, there's the thing, man. When people are dead, right, shit leaks out of them. I bet you the fucking flies in there are having a right party. Well, mate, it was starting to get really, really grim in there by now. Um, really? He was taking bodies out from under the floorboards and he was Running having... Running out of room, was it? Ha- yeah, he was having to chop them up and shove them into bags and then put them back under the floor because it was just too much... Too many fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's not funny, but it's just like... So he's, he's, he's got a problem. He just, he's working his way around it. It's fine. It's fine. He's just making more room for more bodies. Yeah. He's just, he's been efficient. Yeah. All right, we need to space save here. Well, yep, well, yep, I need more. Uh, I need to do another two in the next month. For, you know, I need the space. I Come could, on. I bet he could pack a really efficient suitcase to go on holiday. Yeah, he probably could, couldn't he? So right, we're gonna, now we're going to talk about Malcolm Barlow, who was the final murder at the house that he was staying in. Okay. Uh, he, was a, he had special needs. Right. Um, and Nielsen found him having an epileptic fit in a doorway, right? Yeah. So he called an ambulance for him. She's wandering along. She's having a fit. Called the ambulance. He saved his life. Yeah. He, I mean, he did. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was taken to hospital. They did whatever they needed to do to make sure he was all right. And he was released from hospital the next day. Upon being released, he asked, um, who, who was the guy that, who was it that yeah. saved my, you know, who's the guy that helped me? And they yeah. said, oh, it was um, this geezer, you know. Big Dennis, yeah, and he Big says, D, yeah, yeah, and they got his. And he said, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll just pop round, I'll pop round his house and say, um, thanks for saving my life. So he did, knocked okay. on the door, and uh, yeah, he knocked on the door. Dennis said, "Well, come in, mate, come in, I'll, I'll cook you a meal," and then he uh, fucking killed him. Oh, well, you know, what got... the fuck is going on in his mind? He saved know. his life and then fucking killed him. I know power. It's, it's, it's power, but is it? Is it a case of either people around and he was just the first to call, or does it just make him look good to everyone else? So, um, if he, if someone does go missing, they go, oh, it, can't, it won't be Dennis. If you help that um, the kid who's with special needs, yeah, who yeah. had an epileptic fit, you know, it can't be him. He he saved his life. So well, this this kid, mate, this kid was um, at this part this time. He Nilsson said he was forced to stuff him under the under the kitchen sink. Um, he said he had literally no more space because there were at least half a dozen or so bodies stuffed under the floorboards. Body parts were in bin bags and cupboards, and he was having to spray the flat twice a day to combat the flies that were hatching from the decomposing bodies. I and told the you they having a fucking party. And the, the yeah, and the stench. There were the fucking sm- the flies were attached to the smell. Neighbors are starting to complain about the smell, and. I can smell stinky dead bodies. Can you know sort it out? Do you know what he told him? What? He said it's a structural problem. And they fucking believe A him. structural problem? What, what, the bricks smell of dead human? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah. Do you remember that year when they made those bricks smell like dead humans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's them. Don't worry. Mate, it's fucking grim. He said that um, there were maggots crawling out their eyes, their nose, their ears. They were everywhere, all orifices. He said there were pupae forming from insects that had got into the house. He was spraying under the floorboards. I mean, imagine the sloppy, smelly, rotten mess under the fucking floor. You imagine if it... Okay, imagine if it's been there for, say, 10 years, right? Right. And you looked at that. It just looked like a big blob of, like, brown mush, wouldn't it? Basically, it just you'd be like, "What the fuck is all this?" I'm surprised it wasn't coming through from the ceiling yeah. as well. Because if if if, he, if he's yeah. above you, yeah, because he was, wasn't he? I can't, I don't know. It's just like, well, it would have been leaking down. 
People don't have a tendency yeah, yeah, to leak with the fucking. Maybe they would have gone out. Oh, fucking hell, there's a bit of a damp patch. We'll have to have a get get that checked out. No, 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 no. You okay? I'll get that sorted. <laughs> don't worry about that. That's I just... I will get someone to sort that out. <laughs> so so what we're having? What Dennis has come up with the problem now? He seems he hadn't figured out a way of disposing the bodies. Yeah. He was just cramming them in and not really giving it his, any his, thought. His, his organisation's going a bit pear shaped now. Well, mate, some of these dudes have been down there for over a year. Yeah, yeah just, exactly. Yeah, it just must be fucking vile. The problem is humans are wet, right? They're full of moisture, and that doesn't burn easily, no. right? So Dennis had to be smart and be creative. Yeah. To get rid of the corpses, he would remove his clothing. Yeah, obviously. Don't want to get his da- don't want to damage his clothes. No, you don't want to get shit on your clothes. Absolutely not. That's crazy. You get dead body on your body, but not not on your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that. So yeah, he he, he remove his clothing, and then he would dismember the bodies. Now, bearing in mind. These aren't like, not that it would make it any better, but these aren't fresh people. These are yeah, maggot these are, infected, infested. You wouldn't even probably know the humans. The only bit you probably know is fucking like skeletal, uh, skeletal. Uh, structure. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Structure, that would be about it, yeah. And then so, it's just falling off and brown and fucking see, goo. It's, oh, <laughs> must be fucking vile. So you've got a naked guy, right, with a fucking, <laughs> with a knife cutting up. On his stone floor, m- oh, rotten God. bodies, <laughs> right, naked. Yeah, man. Yeah. He must said, have been fucking vile. Th- he said th- he was doing it, chopping them up this way because you could burn them bit by bit. If you try to chuck two or three bodies on, it ain't gonna go. If you chuck one on, it's probably gonna take a long time. Yeah. But if you chuck an arm on or a leg on individually yeah. over the course of a few hours, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. If you chuck it all on at once, it will take like seven hours to burn or something yeah, rather yeah. than like. Half hour, if you just do bits at a time. He uh, he also was boiling skulls to remove the flesh. Nice. Uh, and he was placing organs and guts in plastic bags for disposal and just storing them in like cupboards and amongst his fucking tins of beans and shit. Yeah. He buried limbs in the garden and in the shed. Could have used one of the recycle bins. Could have done. Could just sent green, it out. Green bin. He stuffed torsos in suitcases until he could burn the remains in bonfires at the end of his garden. He said he would have uh, bonfires all day without raising any suspicion from any <laughs> neighbours. <laughs> this guy is all right. It's just Nelson just fucking burning shit again. Yeah. Uh, he put tyres on it to mask the smell of burning people. That'd p- that'd fuck, yeah. piss everyone off, surely. Black smoke everywhere as well. He's been smart, what the fuck? Yeah, he's been smart, but he's also been a bit of a cunt at the same time. After the fires that were, like, gone out, what he'd do is he'd crush the bones, just smash them all to bits and just basically get get rid of them around yeah. the garden. Um, Good went, fertiliser. Went, yeah, it is. Yeah. Roses grew yeah, really well in his garden. I imagine they did. Um, that went after he was obviously arrested and um, they went round to the, that property because he'd moved. He, he's yeah, going to yeah. move. He hasn't moved at this point, but he's going to move. So they, they obviously go back to that house. They said they found thousands of bone fragments all around the garden. Fucking hell. There's fucking thousands. They Just can't identify them. Yeah. Fucking hell. It's just fucking so weird. It is. It's, it's it's nuts, isn't it? The other fella did the same, though, didn't they? Dharma as well. He, he he smashed at the bones as well. Yeah, he did yeah. So it really does seem like it's it's a a thing that they do. It's like 
Maybe they've got a forum where they all go on and talk and go, well, what do, we, what do you do with your dead bodies? Do you store them under the floorboards? Best way to now, get but but what I tend to do is cut their innards out and I put them in bags <laughs> and I throw them into a bush and then I usually have a bonfire and then you've got free, <laughs> you've got free floorboard space again. But don't put them on the firewall don't, in one no, go. No, one go, it will take ages. You'll yeah, be yeah. there for hours and hours and hours. It's too time-consuming. So let's get this right. <laughs> Actually, in a way, it's a shame that Dharma was executed because I was thinking, if he was still alive, they could have released him and Nielsen, they could have given them GoPro cameras, right, and had a serial killer face off. Oh, wicked. And they could yeah, just see like who does the maddest on shit. On Facebook Live. Yeah, they could have done. Just oh, see who does Nielsen's the on shit. to free. It's free too at the moment. There's another hour left of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Will Nielsen come back? <laughs> uh, right, I've got a, a couple of quotes from him here. Um, uh, he's talking uh, in prison. He said, uh, at least three of the attempts... I managed to revive them, and I felt like I'd actually saved their lives. This success brought a great deal of happiness to me. I couldn't understand why I'd apparently tried to kill them in the first place. So he's killing people. And then he's going, fuck. And then reviving, reviving them, them. And then just fucking killing them. And then killing them again. Yeah. Oh, God, you're back to life. Good. <laughs> just strangling them again. <laughs> Fuck's sake. And not only am I going to kill you once, I'm going to kill you twice. Yes. So Once, twice, three times, I you're think, dead. I, th- I think that the because uh, he had the garden that was, r- was really handy and floorboards, you could store them under the floor. He had quite a lot of storage space. He's been uh, yeah. creative. Well, yeah. But he was getting, I think he was getting evicted. Um, so in a vain attempt, obviously he was disposing of all these bodies. Yeah. In whichever you got to, you know, you got to leave a house spotless when you get evicted. Can't have you no bodies. I mean? under the no. Floor. Can't have no bodies. You got to get rid of your bodies. That's one of the main things. Says it in the contract. Make sure your bodies are gone. Says it in the contract. Yeah. Man. So in a vain attempt, I think to uh, stop or, or or squash the the inner psycho, he um, it seems that he 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 moved into a flat, knowing full well that. He's not going to have the storage space. Right, and he's, he's got, got other people right by him and stuff as well. He's got no yeah. garden. Uh, it'll stop him from doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He's restrict him from actually being able to do it, in yeah. a way. So he moved into 23 Cranley Gardens, yeah. which is a flat. Um, he killed another three people in there. Yeah, couldn't <laughs> help himself. They couldn't. Uh, he killed three guys in his new pad. Uh, John Howlett, Graham Allen, and Stephen Sinclair. Uh, they were all strangled and drowned. Yeah, yeah, he kept that same technique. It's It's worked. It's called the Nielsen. Yeah, the Nielsen. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, so they were all killed in the same way. The Nielsen strangle. Uh, He uh, he would have got into bed with them and done all what it creepy fucking mental stuff with them. You Um, look fantastic. But that's horrible. Yeah, it is so weird. But because he didn't have floorboards and he he had very little storage space, um, he was he was chopping them up. and these parts of people that he was hacking at were stored all around the house um, in sort of like a, a staging area, so to speak, because he was then f- flushing people yeah. down the shitter. Yeah, fucking hell. And so a bit, um, I was watching a documentary, and, and what I was seeing is about that, about the, um, basically that's when it st- it, the police, obviously we were going, oh, there's, there's dead bodies, because... He apparently wrote to the um, uh, house owner who, or flat the owner, landlord, landlord, yeah, um, saying, "Come on, we need to sort these fucking drains out. It's just, it's, it's this is appalling conditions. Blah blah blah. None of us can live like this." After he's been flushing, yeah, yeah. Down so the it's, it's, yeah, and it was him who who wrote the letter. Um, now I don't know. I I 
think maybe he would have known it was body parts. He must have known it would have been bones or whatever. Maybe he was trying to hand himself in. Oh, do you know what I mean? But um, trying to stop it. Yeah. Um, um, I'm trying to remember the company because I was watching uh, Dynarod. Dynarod, yeah. They come and um, checked it out, and some geezer um, knew body parts, um, obviously bone, certain parts of bones, and uh, and they found all sorts of. He found loads of stuff. That was on the second visit. That was yeah. And then he put him on. Apparently, he put everything on the side in the drain. I don't know what was going on because like what down the manhole. Yeah, yeah, and in the drain, you put it on the side. Because they were going to come back to it next day, and we would have gone. Um, should we call the police and uh, maybe uh, get someone to take these as evidence? And yeah, you know what I mean. But um, next day, it, um, they were all gone. And apparently, Diner Rob man said, "I expected that." He said, uh, "He because um, they were all the people in the flats were down when he was talking, and there's human body parts in there." Yeah, and he said that he was fine. He, you know, he was like, "Oh, really?" So it's like he wanted, it, yeah. And um, yeah, so so basically, he, he said um, that. People um, saw um, um, Nilsson uh, sweating out of breath about two in the morning, um, just literally in the, getting the shit out, basically. Try, trying to clean up the drain. Yeah, and he did, he did. He cleared up the drain. And he obviously had second thoughts or something. Because I honestly do reckon he was trying to hand himself in, in it's, a way. It sounds like Because why are. would you write a letter if you know it's going to be body parts? You're going to know, aren't you? You're going to know it's body parts. Yeah. Um, but then the diner rod man obviously said he knew he just knew when he got there that it'd be gone and it was. And um he managed to find some massive sliver of flesh or something. And then uh, that's when it all kicked in basically. And they, they the police come around his house, knocked on his door and basically said, Um we we're here about to investigate about the, the body shits going down the you know, bogs and all that and in the drains. He says, um and apparently the, the officer Said, "Where's the bodies? Then just just put it out there, basically." And he went, "Well, what you're looking for? There's one in the cupboard, um, and the other half's in a chest of drawers." Whoa! And they went, and they they he, he didn't even have to open the cupboard. He said, "I didn't even look at the body. It just he just knew, he just stunk. knew it stunk, yeah." And um, so they took him to the police cell, but cell police um, station. station, and uh, they were questioning and talking. And he was like, "Have you even looked the house? There's bodies." There's a couple more bodies around. There's some in, on the side, on the cabinet. There's some there. Um, if you go back to the other place, there was loads there. You know what I mean? It was saying, it, it was Matt, like really he, matter of fact. It's like he loved it, like like he loved the attention. Well, it's like... Because like, um, if he's been so lonely, maybe he just liked the fact he was getting attention. Well, it's like old Fred West, when, when he was caught, he just he just, well, he just said, ah, oh, well, this is it. Yeah, he, he was also... Taking bodies everywhere. He was, he was kept asking uh, days after, am I in the media yet? Really? Mind the papers, and then when, he, when uh, obviously it got mainstream, he was like, "I need to give me the paper. I need to look at the paper. I need to read it." Oh, and he was, he was getting it. angry. Apparently, he was getting angry about facts being wrong. So he'd be like, um, "One of the the victims was killed in, uh, on May the fourteenth. He goes, "No, it wasn't. It was the thirteenth. It was the thirteenth. He used to get angry with the the the, 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 the false dates. He wasn't bothered about the murders. You know what I mean? You're not gonna you're not gonna be able to get the date exactly right, are you? No. If, as a forensic, if it's been there for a year, you're going to go, look, it might have been... Approximation, you'll uh, get. Yeah, uh, May, between these days. And you used to, apparently used to get furious with um, dates being wrong and instruments, um, being wrong instruments and being used and all this shit. So a bit of a mental one, really. Oh, yeah. But the, the second guy that he killed in that place, mate, he stored him in the bath for three days. And this is in September. Fucking hell. So it's warm. Has he not got a sense of smell? 
Obviously not. He's not obviously used to the stinky bodies, though, isn't he? Yeah. He's got used to it. So well, he, he uh, apparently he said as well. It was uh, the geezer called Mike Catron who, who attended. Um, he, he said he thought it was initially. He said he, was ch- he thought it was chicken. And uh, De- Dennis was saying, because all the other tenants were there, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. He said, oh, it, well, this is kind of like, you can imagine what it looks like in your mind, because he said, it looks like someone's been flushing Kentucky Fried Chicken down the toilet. Yeah. So it's fucking awful. Yeah. When he came back um, the next day, what was it say he found here? Uh, he said, um, yeah, obviously it was completely clear, as you say, but because there were smells still permeating through the the the, uh, the plumbing, yeah. he carried on looking and um, he said he found two decomposing heads. Fuck it, out in 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 the in. Uh, well, it, I don't understand. I mean, was he taking the the heads out of the apartment and shoving them down the drains outside? He might have been. I don't it's know. It's just a way of getting rid of them, I suppose. If if there's a drain that he knew he could get into, put it down there, get rid of it. Yeah, just get it out. It's, it, it's, it, if I chuck it in the bush and someone finds it, then I'm fucked. Yeah. So if I can store it in a in a drainage manner, it's going to fucking disappear or rot down after a while. Well, the poor guy. The, said, the poor guy said there was just so many unidentified, uh, an unidentifiable. Um, Fucking hell, I can't even speak. Third time lucky, go on. There were parts that he couldn't recognise. Yes. There were so many. Um, <laughs> he said there wasn't a, um, a full carcass at all. He said there was enough shit down there, blood, guts and organs and stuff. You could fill four two-gallon buckets of Fuck it, hell. Jesus Christ. Clogging up the pipes with fucking dead bodies. Uh, Dirty bastards. He, he, also, he also said as well, um, the uh, the geezer from uh, D- Diner Ride, he said, um, I've not been doing the job long, but I know that ain't shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know fucking dead bodies when I see him. Oh, so fucking grim. The coppers, when they went in, said they were hit with a massive smell as soon as they went into the flat. Yeah. Because he's just got fucking... I mean, he literally did have bin bags filled Full of bodies, with yeah. organs. Yeah, just... Just ready to go, yeah. And suitcases with torsos in. I mean, it was like he's got some mad collection that he couldn't. Yeah, I like the fact he had stages. That shows you he's got a system going. Yeah, it's like yeah, this is at stage two. This cannot be moved to stage three for another four days. Yeah, (laughs) can't rush the process. Yeah, the process worked. It worked. His process worked until he got caught. Obviously, but yeah, it's just. I mean, could you imagine? Like, because that's when he was boiling people up to remove flesh, to strip it off, to get rid of it, to break them down. And he was imagine flushing them down the toilet. Imagine moment. being in that state of mind just to be able to go, do you know what? Let's get the heads. We need to boil them. We're going to take the skin off. Mm. But, uh, you, uh, I can't even imagine how you get to that situation. Imagine, what, imagine right, you know, when you like. And class it as normal, because he would have been going through that, like, like his fucking boiling egg, probably. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, when like you cook. People cook food in the house all the time. Mm. You know, you cook whatever you're cooking, it smells. Could you imagine the smell of just boiling people? <sighs> fucking hell. It would stink, wouldn't it? Oh, it was just so fucking Everywhere. Green. It's just, oh. Well, needless to say, when he was arrested, he just, he just fucking caved. There was no point trying to hide it. That's what a lot of them do. Yeah, they the, do. The crimes know. are so bad. They're it's like, so bad. There's so much of it. It's The evidence is so much against them. They just go, oh, fuck There's it. There's no yeah. point even trying to hide. Um, and he was, he was sentenced to... <laughs> Again, 25 years. Is that not, it? Life imprisonment. Well, no, they said he's sentenced to life, 25 years um, with no chance of parole. And, and he's also been put on the um, never, like we said at the beginning, never to be released list. Which Why is didn't they just fucking, say that at the beginning? Why don't they just say, we're throwing you... Yeah, you're, yeah. Not, you're not getting out, mate. Yeah. Why do they say 25 years? If there's somebody in the legal system, why do you say 25 years? Yeah. It's, I, I, I do think That's it's not life. It's not, it's not life. It's not life whatsoever. Might have been in the fucking... Cavemen times, but not fucking now. No, it, it certainly ain't. Uh, he um, 
he also claimed uh, that there were potentially more victims and he was going to start talking. Um, but but all yeah. serial killers tend to yeah, say Yeah, they that. like that, don't they? They like the, they have the power b- above the police, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Bundy I know that. I know something you don't know. It's like that, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's exactly like that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, and also as well, when he was in prison, he's, he's wrote, he wrote uh, memoirs, didn't he? I don't know. I'm I not sure know. if this book, if the book has been released. I don't think. Oh, do you know what? Yes, because um, he 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 had the, the journalist who was talking to him at the beginning. He was the one who was doing the memoir for him. Um, so I haven't read it, obviously, but it, 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 I'll have to. Uh, I might have has to it buy been that. released? I'm guessing so. Author Dennis Nielsen. Oh no, it's not. It's, not, do, be, it's not done as Dennis Nielsen. It's done through a, through a journalist else. or something. But um, I might have to have a look at that to just have a read to see. See what he's written down in his fucking diary or whatever today. I cut open two bodies and yeah. it was fun. You know what I mean? It's, it's really disturbing as well that, that there's uh, most of these victims will never be known. No. And I find that quite disturbing. But that's another thing that they do though, and they pick people who they know, who will go missing and no one will really notice. Yeah, easy people to disappear. Yeah. But this is all your fault, Paul Sparrow. Yeah, you bastard. You made us do this. Yeah, we've got stinky dead man. You made us research this. Yeah. I just find it gross, man. Flushing people down the toilet. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. Intestines go around the U-bend. Like you say, he's moved to that flat, right, to try and stop doing it. And then all of a sudden, he's, he, you know, he's still got that urge to do it. And the, the only way he could do it and get away with it is by a new system of cutting up the bodies and yep. flushing them on the loo. I still want to do it, adapt. basically. Got to adapt. Got to adapt. You know what I mean? That's how you live in life. You've got to adapt to any situation. He's just fucking a complete psychopath. <laughs> yeah. He said he was a creative psychopath. And he, he I suppose, in a way, yeah, he, he was. But, he, well, would, could you say that? Because he kept to the same routine each time, really. I suppose you could say hanging bodies up in the room and stuff, and, and like well, an that's art. a bit creative, but... Uh, it's just it's doing a, the same tactic on each one. I wouldn't say that's very creative. But it also goes to show, though, if you, it, like, if you go and... They're not stupid because if you like you say if you go and pick anyone up your next door neighbour and you kill them, there's going to be a man. But if you pick someone that no one's looking for, you can kill so many people. Yeah, and and you can even store them in plain sight. It, ma- it makes me think what? how many serial killers are out there. Fucking loads who who obviously aren't bothered at all like Nil- Nilsson and uh and just get away with it and just go oh we'll pick that tramp and fucking do him throw him in a bush or just drown him at sea or fucking yeah set him on fire or whatever you know what I mean there must be there must be hundreds and hundreds out. I want to know right when people go missing and die each day from murder right how many of them get caught so just say if a hundred people died a day right from murder and it was fact how many, how many of them would, would, would be um, how many of those murders would would well, I'm, I'm not get sure. Caught. Murderers not sure get caught. If I, if I, I bet you it's like ten. Well, I'm not sure if I mentioned this on one of the uh, episodes that we did because this is sort of turning into a bit of a murder podcast. We keep yeah. getting loads of murder requests. Yeah. But anyway, people seem to like the murders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I, I, I actually asked. I did like a freedom of information request, uh, um, and I said, how many murders have been committed? What that you were, you obviously know are murders, yeah, not and, like and being people being convicted of not suspicious yeah. deaths, but like ones that you know are murders. Yeah. Um, how many people have been murdered? I can't remember what how, what years what I specified within yeah. a ten year period yeah. in England. How many of them murders have been solved? Yeah. They, they, they didn't tell me. 
So I bet you it's, I bet you something stupid. I bet you something like ten percent of them have been found. Ninety percent chance you'll just get away with it. There's fucking raving psychopath murderers out there just walking around the street. You know, yeah. All right, all right, mate. All right, mate. All right, mate. So you got fucking a, everyone's a psycho killer. So you got a ninety percent chance of getting away with it. Remember though, to be a serial killer, you've got to be over six. Yeah, remember that. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're an aspiring serial killer listening to this, you've got to kill more than six people. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, you're not a serial killer. You're not. You're not. Not going to get that mark. I mean, you'll, just be a, you'll just be a plain, boring murderer. You'll just be a statistic. That's yeah. just r- ridiculous. Yeah. Pull your finger out, get yeah. it done sort properly. Sort it out. <laughs> do it properly or don't do it at all. Yeah. That's it, yeah. I think that's wrapped up Den. Yeah. Big Dennis. Big Den. Um, Big D. There's a Daddy loads, D. There's loads more. I yeah. mean, it's the same with these podcasts. Every time, there's so you can go into so much detail. You could spend two hours talking about the first murder. Yeah, you could. You could go right into the, the, the yeah, actual really case of it all and everything. Yeah, where yeah. the bodies were stored. Yeah. I mean, we could put more. We could put audio into it, but he, I didn't want it because he's a bit of a gibber. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but anyway, that's Dennis Nielsen. Good Thanks, on Dennis. Paul. Good. Uh, Cheers, good. Paul. It was a wicked one. Yeah, that's a, a, a disturbing one to uh, for us to have a look at. Yeah. If anybody out there um, wants us to cover anything, let us know. Yeah. Uh, just just put us on anything. our Facebook page, Twitter, or another, our an, email an, address. A, a different Paul, uh, Paul McDonald, he, he um, was saying about um, Richie Edwards, Manic Street Preacher. Oh, it's right, the geese who dis- disappeared. Yeah, yeah, and, and Bermuda Triangle, he was suggesting that. So yeah. we've got, I think, approximately a year's worth of show uh, episodes yeah, that uh, we can we can cover at the moment, and it's going to get it's just going to get bigger, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Each one leads into more. So yeah. if you've got any stories you want to tell us that something's happened to you, maybe you've been, maybe you're a serial killer. Yeah, maybe you're maybe you're Dennis Nielsen. Let us know, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> you're, yeah, maybe yeah. maybe you're a serial killer. Let us know. Um, uh, if you want some free stickers, we still got some available. Just yeah. send us an email at robotsfries at gmail or. Our Twitter feed, which has got nothing on it. Yeah. Um, Get on the Twitter. Join us. Follow us. Tweet us. Do whatever. Yeah, do whatever that thing is on Twitter. I don't really use Twitter, so uh, but we will now. Yeah, we will start to learn. Get involved. Uh, Facebook.com, Robots Rise podcast. Uh, I can't think of anything else I need to say. No. Go and buy a crack cushion, you bunch of crackheads. Get those crack cushions in your house. Uh, I don't know what else to say. Um... Goodbye. I think we've covered it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, uh, thank you all for listening and uh, see you soon. See you next week. Bye-bye.